Hi guys, uh, thanks for listening to another episode, um, currently right now, uh, thank you for, um, listening to the, uh, not only the current episodes that I'm trying to put out, but also the past episodes as well, uh, you guys listening do help out a lot, uh, on many things. So, uh, today's episode, uh, let's go ahead and draw back on this wonderful tale that I saw, which I should have put this out, like, weeks ago, but even so, uh, it was one of the many films that I uh, haven't had the chance to thoroughly enjoy, but even so, uh, now I could. And the movie is called Studio 666. Uh, this film is definitely of a somewhat of an ideal throwback uh, for those magi- magicians, uh, those who are music artists and all that, and also at the same time wondering about this whole you know genre thing. But add music plus the devil in this and you're you already got this uh going on with that so okay so let me go ahead and get this a little closer because this is uh this is one of those films where i i feel a little comedic uh, in depth with this but even so it's kind of cute so okay hang on so this uh this studio 66 deals none other than the group the band itself uh which is uh foo fighters uh dave grohl uh is the lead singer uh he's also was the band member for nirvana uh ironically would you be would you would you think yeah um so the story goes is that we get a little bit of a backstory uh if you will and this deals with something that's happening at this location that they're going to be uh, playing their music at. So, of course, uh, as in any horror film, you get teased of wondering, like, oh, there's a, um, you know. So, of course, uh, that was back in the past. Uh, then we're bringing to our title card, if you will. And then we're bringing up to the, you know, prime time daytime uh peasant day that uh the food fighters are talking about uh, releasing uh, an album but at the same time they don't know where to locate themselves uh the manager uh which is uh jeff uh, garland by the way uh decides like hey let's go ahead and put you guys in this uh fantastic uh mansion that i know of uh let me call the realtor i know that person and he calls up none other than, I believe, Leslie Grossman. Uh, for those who are not familiar with her work, um, she was uh, unpopular. Uh, this is, was back in like the early 90s or so. But you will see her uh, latest roles, uh, if you will, <laughs> uh, with American Horror Stories. I remember it being like a couple of seasons. Uh, the later seasons, as well as a few guest spots of the American Horror Stories, which is uh, an anthology uh, episode with different stories that deals with the supernatural and all that. So, to uh, sum up with that part, uh, we are introduced with the location, and Dave's like not having this wonderful vibe with it, and all of a sudden he's like, he claps, and this echo uh, already like, <laughs> like gave him this reverberation of vibes and everything and then gotta keep in mind uh when you're seeing this film there's gonna be some uh you know and i'm gonna i'm gonna have to put this little disclaimer here because it does have like a few scenes clip in uh into different like different images if you will all right so when he claps there's another image and then claps another image uh 
which I'm highly not recommending for any photosensitive uh, sensitive uh, individuals uh, because uh, it does like gives like the strobe like feel so just a bit of heads up guys if you are those kind of people you may want to skip that part of the film or so or uh, just try your best to avoid it uh, it's basically uh, him about to clap to hear that little thing so just heads up so of course uh, we are um, we already seen them already like getting established and everything and sure enough they get like this next door neighbor who's played by uh, Whitney Cumming uh, for those who are not familiar she is in talented uh, comedian she tells a wonderful joke she had a series one time uh, but I think she's now lead to just producing and all that and a few guest stars which you know it's okay uh, for a comedian uh, of any caliber uh, being of their own series or a guest star in one it's still good to uh, be out and doing productions I believe she also has a podcast of her own uh, which uh, it's all good it's all good still good so, uh, one fateful night, uh, besides Dave ordering takeout, which delivered by none other than Ro, uh, Forte, uh, for those who are not familiar with his work, he was a Saturday Night Live, uh, cast member, as well as, uh, McGruber. <laughs> uh, also, I think he had, a, a prime, uh, primetime series called The Last Man on Earth, so that was, uh, that was new. Uh, for several seasons, and it was all good. It's all good. Uh, then we are, uh, you see, we're seeing Dave going through the motion of like he wants to get the song, but he can't get it. Uh, for those who are uh, music background, which thank you for listening, by the way, um, it is natural to have people to uh, come up with writer's block uh, because. When you're getting that note, you're getting that idea. And it happens all the time because even I will admit, uh, there will be times that I, I for one, uh, haven't found the right words. Or I've seen a film and I don't know how to best describe it for uh, viewers like yourselves or uh, listeners as well uh, for this podcast uh, to understand that um, word my words uh, for a film uh, may or may not give the film its clout or its uh, ability to be watched uh this film's definitely like all good film and i'll explain at the end so um of course dave's like wondering like what's going on and all that and then he finds himself going to a basement of sorts and in the basement is like this old like real audio recorder device and he's listening to it and all of a sudden, he's like, no, 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 no. This cannot be the end. This is this is pure. This is awesome. And then Demons comes out. I mean, it's already indicated that this is a uh, demon film. Not only because of the title, but even so, it was also because of the song that the prior bandmates made that made it demonic, if you will have to say. So, of course, uh, from our initial point, yes, Dave is, like, possessed, and his bandmates wondering, like, what's going on down here? And then it was, like, the next day later, he's, like, he's finding this riff. He got this riff. It's not stopping in his head, and it's, it's like, yes, we got this. We got to play this. We got to play this now. 
And uh, thankfully, uh, thanks for a uh, time get gap for like three weeks. Uh, they're near completion of the film, uh, near completion of the uh, audio, uh, putting down the tracks, putting out the things, and then all all of a sudden, you know, uh, chaos ensues with having everything being done and being prepared. And the day before, or the night before, is like he's listening to these tracks, and then he reorders food again. But this time, the delivery driver is not handing the food. He's being stopped by these demons that's in around the compound. And there goes our uh, out of the uh, out of the depths uh, beheading, if you will, which gives us our uh, first uh, victim of the night. Other than our first video of uh, having a character uh, uh, unlive on screen, so yeah, uh, they the name the next day uh, they're laying out tracks. They're doing what they can to finish up the song, and they're getting this like like this thing. So of course now it's it's a race before time, wondering like what's going on, and then. Whitney Cummings' character uh, realized that this is what's going on. Dave's possessed, and chaos is everything is going on. So of course, yeah, uh, the bands like split up again. Uh, one's watching Dave. Uh, there is also uh, two members who are trying to find the book, and then the other guy with Whitney Cummings. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, the scene for that one was like a telltale tale that the person is. Really, yeah. Um, as far as I know, uh, this scene is just a horror throp. Uh, it's interesting, but at the same time, it's like, okay, okay, they have to add it in. They, they had no choice, you know. It's like, it, it was a literary Cummings. Okay, I'm gonna let that pun slide for a sec. Uh, but yeah, uh, we we have the uh, ending of that one sadly that quickly ends in a snap uh, and then we get ourselves with uh, uh, Dave doing like the, the way we're gonna end is we're gonna need to lay more drums and then goes our our drum set if you will with the other guys are looking for the book trying to find out what's going on they're being chased by demons and during that time uh, the drummer is uh literally just like uh, another character uh beheaded uh which gives us this whole vibe like uh-huh yeah dave dave went off dave went off the hitch so of course um we find ourselves like dave's you know getting rid of the bodies he's like disposing them and then he chases remaining bandmates uh sure enough that uh, after reading a passage of the book and Dave's like trying to get to them they realize that hey this will stop the demon right here right then and then sure enough uh, energy comes from the book to stop Dave in midair uh, and making him dive into the pool of anointed uh, well basically anointed water so of course yeah that expels uh whatever hold that dave was at uh and then he well i'm gonna honestly say this it, it spewed him <laughs> he 
he spewed up uh, the remaining dead person uh, that he was possessed by. And he's like kicking, punching, and pretty much putting down this ghost until his original uh, ghost bandmates, not Dave's, this other group, the group before Dave, shows up and, you know, basically, you know, finish off the whole thing right there. Now, towards the end of the film, uh, Dave is like, okay, we're, we're going to get out of here. We're going to get rid of this place and all that. And sure enough, uh, comes out of the darkness is the manager and the realtor. And wondering, like, what the hell's going on? All of a sudden, this whole plot and plan was the producer's idea. Like, I'm going to send this group to finish a song. That I've waited so many years. And then finally we can just release it. Because he's like, I made a pact with the devil. I, yada, 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 yada. You know? And sure enough, uh, of course, we're our last remaining bandmates. I, I don't know what possessed uh, a cable to go through the car. But yeah, one gets crushed by a tire. Uh, the villain gets ran over a little. And then the last bandmate uh, gets stabbed. Uh, and then basically that ends the whole thing. Except for Dave against the producer realizing that, hey, did you finish the music? Did you actually finish the music? And during that whole slew is like, yes, I finished the damn music. And, you know, I didn't have to kill my bandmates in order for this to happen. And he's like, yeah, 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 true. But now think about it. Now you have a solo career. Now we can work with that. And then the film pretty much ends with Dave uh, on his solo act being (laughs) literally possessed, if you will. And that pretty much ended. For this film, uh, I don't know where to describe this by, but even so, uh, this does give back uh, a few things. Uh, One of which is, yeah, we're going to... We're going to put in the latest uh, Evil Dead on the table. <laughs> because, I mean... Uh, here, here's the things why I'm saying it looks like kind of like the Evil Dead with this. Uh, for one, yes, uh, demons. Uh, there's a book. And, of course, you know... The... The constantly and unforgettable... Um, regurgitation <laughs> involved with this film. Uh, which is... Which, personally, to me, this is, like, kind of funny in a way to just, you know, see that. But even so, it's, like, so weird, you know? At the same time, uh, we're adding Foo Fighters in the group. That, that's the original, the whole group of the fan, of the fan base uh, film. And even so, it's, like, it's already a constant giveaway with, with seeing Dave Grohl, uh, other than being seeing him in, like... Uh, uh, Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny, as well as the uh, Bill and Ted saves the uh, save the world or save the universe, uh, or save the music. Yeah, Bill and Ted save the music, and even so, uh, this film um, provides us that not only musician uh, sometimes have writer blocks, but at the same time uh, adding like demons and whatnot and some craziness happening uh that was already a bonus to begin with also uh this was actually uh talked about in a 
interview with Dave Grohl that this was an ideal concept uh, that was pitched to a studio one time by someone he knows. And that person went to Dave and saying like, hey, you know, uh, when you guys are kind of done or whatever, we can just, you know, film uh, a a movie with you guys dealing with, uh, well, horror or something or other at an abandoned place, you know. And Dave's thinking, like, it, it's kind of stupid to, to think about it back then. But during this whole pandemic, and, and he realized, like, wait a minute. This is getting getting to that point. This is getting creepy. And then he's, he's exactly, like, thinking, like, wait a minute. This is what I think we're going to do for this film. So, so of course, this was based on a story uh, that Dave Grohl had encountered uh, in his life. And he literally saw, thought and saw it, and it's like... Yes, yes, uh, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do this. Uh, also, uh, and onto the film of this one is uh, also Exorcist. Now, if you're you're not gonna believe this, but as I see a scene, and this is this is line one one for me, when you see a scene and it's like prominently shining down onto one location, like one line. Uh, it literally goes like the the, the position where I see in uh, the exorcist where uh, Father Marin, when he comes in, stepping into like this view of lighting, if you will. It is similar because we have Will Forte walking to the steps and it's like blasting through on the steps. And this lighting is like so prominent that it, it illuminates his section only on the section right behind a tree. So, hey, you know, a little homage right there, you know. So, uh, do I recommend watching this film? Uh, yes, yes, I would uh, if you're interested of not only Foo Fighters, uh, but as well as, you know, seeing something like a com- somewhat common horror, but horror nonetheless. So, I would recommend this to anyone who wants to watch this uh, online. Uh, if it was back in theaters, again, uh, I would so try to grab uh, a peek seat beforehand before you literally miss out. Uh, because the theater experience is a prominent and fantastic experience, I may say so myself. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to let this episode end uh, with this note. Uh, I do thank you in advance and probably in the future um, that you guys are helping me supporting uh, this channel by listening uh, if there was any anything we can try to make do with this uh, yeah I would I wouldn't mind uh, hearing back so but uh, again I do thank you for listening uh, it's great honor to lend my voice to this uh, episode as well as my channel and until the next episode uh, be good be safe and as always see ya Hey guys, um, I know that you guys are listening to my cast, so I'm actually more than just on uh, Apple, surprisingly, I think. I'm also on Spotify, as well as Anchor.fm itself. Also, I am on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Public Radio. 
just come over and onto uh, the Anchor website for me on uh, www.anchor.fm slash E-D-C-A-S-T-2-0. That is www.anchor.fm forward slash adcast20. Yeah, just uh, shoot me an email or uh, keep listening to uh, more of my episodes uh, as I try my best to keep popping them up. Until then, thanks for listening.